The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome to the Financial Focus Radio Show with your hosts, Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Join us as we discuss markets, bring transparency to issues within the financial services industry, and bring honest, thoughtful analysis every week. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he's Josh Finelli, and we are partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the great Pacific Northwest. We apologize for those of you that listen on Saturday. Uh, last weekend, we got preempted by the Ducks. Uh, and I'm not sure why we were preempted because they were so bad, it would have been much better to listen to Financial Focus Radio because uh, obviously Georgia ran them over uh, like they were a JV team. So hopefully they get their act together a little bit better for the rest of the season and uh, that doesn't happen again. So again, we apologize. That's probably going to happen a few more times uh, this fall but uh our show will air again on sunday for those of you that just have to have your financial focus radio as always if you want to be part of the show you can leave us a question or a comment uh call us call the number 877-670-7117 or you can go to our website northwestquadrantwealth.com and send us an email mr finelli is back uh how are you mr finelli doing great yeah, I'm always happy to be here. Are your, are your, is Grayson happy to see you after being gone last weekend? He is very happy to see me. <laughs> it's hard, hard times when you're three and you don't have your mom and dad. Just like my teenagers are happy to see me when they they don't even they're like, wait, you went somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's talk about the week that was in the capital markets. Apparently, it's all rainbows and butterflies, and we're going to talk about that a little bit more. Uh, in the rest of the show. So U.S. stocks is measured by the S&P 500. We're up 2.5% last week. Uh, international developed market stocks were also up 2.5%. Uh, in the emerging markets, emerging market stocks were down uh, about a half a percent last week. So we saw a little bit of a sell-off uh, with EM. Uh, U.S. small cap stocks had a rip last week. They were up 3.25%. And depending on what index you looked at, some indexes were up even more. Uh, we saw a little bit more selling in the bond market. Uh, yields went higher in the bond market, and we saw prices in, on bonds go lower. The aggregate bond index was down another half a percent last week. We saw treasuries lower in price last week. The yield in the 10-year is 3.31. But get this. If you buy a one-year treasury right now, you can get 3.63%. So it, yield, the yield curve is uh, is interesting in that the two the two year treasury was yielding the most now it's the one year treasury you can go under one year uh and you can go you know 6 months and get really relatively attractive yields uh in the bond market so the bond market is saying something the stock market is not having any of and just so you know the bond market historically has been right a lot more than the stock market uh and the bond market is saying uh, there's going to be continued difficulties ahead, which is also what the Federal Reserve is saying, but the stock market for some reason doesn't believe it. Uh, gold was fractionally lower. Gold, 1726 an ounce. I should mention crypto last week had a r brutal week. Uh, on Friday, it rallied, but uh, you know, crypto has been certainly selling off. Uh, Bitcoin got down to 17,000 17, a Bitcoin last week. Um, it's since rallied, but uh, Bitcoin continues to Seems struggle. to be that the only thing that really matters for crypto is real yields and the higher the real yields go and now that they're in the positive bound uh the more negative news for crypto and similarly for uh precious metals and gold well and i saw the treasury uh issued a report last week to the white house essentially like a white paper that they are recommending that uh the treasury issue uh essentially cryptocurrency in dollars and so that could be the uh nail in the coffin for a lot of those cryptocurrencies out there that exist. Uh, oil was down 5%. Oil is 86 bucks a barrel. It's interesting. Um, you know, we saw the OPEC plus countries say that they were going to cut, cut production uh, in October as sort of response to what Biden did. Um, uh, but it's interesting because oil still sold off. And so I think the oil markets are probably worried about um, 
the the globe being in a recession and what that means for demand well and and just the relentless rise in the dollar I remember oil being a commodity denominated in dollars uh, the, the strength of the dollar itself is not necessarily been a positive a little bit of a relief on Friday and, and uh, dollar fell across the board but it's just been a rip-roaring dollar the last month uh, so the market action last week was certainly odd. The fact that we got a rally in risk assets, uh, in my mind at least, is confusing. I don't know about you, Josh, but um, you know we had Fed, we had six Fed governors, including the chairman of the Federal Reserve, uh, come out last week and reiterate what they've been saying as of late that they are going to continue uh, their assault on inflation, which means higher rates, probably higher rates for longer. Um, but the market thinks that inflation is coming down and the Fed uh, at some point is probably going to be able to pause and or be able to cut rates. That's what the market is essentially saying by having risk assets rally so much. Um, but, you know, I think when you listen to Jerome Powell and you listen to the other Fed governors, they're saying, like, look, we are going to learn the lessons of the past and uh, err to the side of caution as it, as it relates to inflation. Remember, the problem, if, if the market rallies, if risk assets rally, that creates the wealth effect, which prolongs the inflationary problem. Well, and, you know, we talk about this on the e-news a lot, but uh, everything's relative to expectation and consensus never happens. But the interesting thing that's going on, I think, is, you know, the Fed being, quote, data dependent and the data direction is quite poor. I mean, you know, 90 percent of uh, economic data points have missed to the downside over the last six weeks. And. But I think that market participants being forward-looking are getting ahead of themselves because when you really look at the garbage, the, arc, the arcs of the world are rallying, and it, that's predicated on the belief that you're going to see a pivot, and the Fed may stop, but the baseline is going to be so much higher than it was. It's not a good environment for those businesses where we ultimately are going to end up in mid-2023 or whenever the hiking stops. It's fundamentally changing the nature of the business for a lot of those companies. Maybe. I mean, they're not going to be able to turn to equity markets and debt is going to be too expensive. So they're quite literally screwed. And, you know, I, their stocks are rallying off these lows. You know, they're still down 85% on average, whatever it is. But uh, I think that the market, maybe too many people are, think that their situation is fundamentally going to change when the pivot happens. But the pivot's just going to be a stop and the baseline's going to be way higher. But I would even I would even submit the market in general, not just those names, just the market in general has way too rosy of an of a opinion about what you know where we are and and markets. And I think the Fed, uh, you know, they've they're, they're being quite clear that there's going to be pain ahead, uh, but markets don't seem to 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 believe them. The housing market continues. Uh, it's definitely cracked. Uh, higher mortgage rates. You know, we saw last week the thirty-year fixed uh, mortgage got over six and a quarter percent. Uh, that is definitely meaningful to the housing market. And the housing market, as we've said in the past, the worst month the housing market ever had, one month, was in a decline of 1.9%. The, the housing market doesn't sell off as quickly as the stock market. It takes it a while because there's not as much liquidity. Um, and so, you know, there's going to be more pain ahead in the housing market because interest rates affect housing more than anything else does. And, you know, we've seen essentially free money for so long uh, that – that once that goes away, it's going to be very impactful. You know, when you, you people have this warped sense of reality when it comes to, to real estate, you know, you buy a million dollar house and you have 20% equity in the thing and it goes up by 5%, uh, you know, 5% on a million bucks is you have 50 grand more that you have an equity on your original $200,000 investment. It's, it, but it's all from the leverage. And so when the cost of that money goes up significantly, it changes the math. Uh, the other thing that happened last week, the European Central Bank uh, raised interest rates by 75 basis points. Um, when you look at the continent, uh, you know, they are in for a very difficult fall and winter. Uh, their inflation problem in Europe is worse than the United States. You know, everybody wants to talk about how it's the administration's the inflation problem is a global one, at least for developed countries. So um, it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out in but Europe energy and how bills, it impacts here. Energy here. bills there representing as much as two trillion euros, so 15 percent of GDP uh, this winter may be absorbed into additional energy expense. 
uh, the, the figures are astonishing. And you look at the U.K. and, you know, there's essentially going to be a transfer of risk from private sector balance sheets to government ones. But uh, a lot of geopolitical turmoil to come there. All right. If you want to take us up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. Call our office to get it scheduled. The number here is 800-743-0988 or go to our website, northwestquadrantwallet.com. When we come back, we're going to tell you the answer to uncertainty. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. September at Clamoya Casino, where we're giving away over $28,000 in cash and prizes. Play Clamoya Casino's Patriotic Thursdays and win more free play, more points, and more cash. Don't miss the Bose Friday giveaway drawings. You could win $500 in a Bose music system. And September Sunday hot seats are from 1 to 5. Last month, Clamoya Casino gave away more than $300,000 in jackpots. You could be next. Clamoya Casino, where winning comes naturally. It takes vision to grow your business. Is your company a big success story? Be recognized by Cascade Business News. Nominations are now being accepted for the Fastest 20 2022. Recognizing the fastest growing independent, privately owned, for-profit entities located and based in Central Oregon. Get all the details at CascadeBusNews.com. Application deadline is September 30th for the Fastest 20 2022. Sponsored by Columbia Bank and Capstone CPAs, LLC. We live in a high desert wonderland. And you like to be outside. The Ben Factory stores have what you need. For the Central Oregon outdoor lifestyle. Make a bold statement and save up to 70% every day. Over 20 famous brand names like Columbia, Nike, and Pendleton. And locals like Learning Express Toys, Runway Fashion Exchange, and Cascade Mattress and Bedroom Furniture. Shop with nothing in mind and find exactly what you wanted. Great buys that reflect your personality. The semi-annual clearance event is being Extended. This is a great chance for shoppers to take advantage of limited time deals. Columbia Sportswear has back-to-school essentials at great prices. Gear up with Columbia backpacks starting at $24.99. Lunch bags and water bottles mix and match. Buy one, get one 50% off. Kids graphic tees start at just $9.99. Shop the factory store semi-annual clearance before September 28th. Smart shoppers start at the Ben Factory stores, South Highway 97. Because everyone needs an outlet. Seems like every day, everywhere, practically everyone is connected on their devices. In fact, the average person was connected almost seven hours a day last year. And 64% of adults admit to taking online risks for convenience. All that browsing, sharing, banking, and shopping makes life easy. But it can expose personal information, making you vulnerable to cyber criminals. That's why Norton 360 with LifeLock makes it easy to help keep your digital life safe. With device security to help block hackers from devices, a VPN for online privacy, and LifeLock identity theft protection to help you keep what's yours. No one can prevent all cybercrime or identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But with Norton 360 with LifeLock, you can choose to be safer. Join now, this week only. It's the Better Than Black Friday sale. Save up to 45% off your first year at Norton.com slash join. Hurry, this sale is seven days only. So go to Norton.com slash join to save up to 45%. Don't wait. Offer ends June 13th. Connect to the Financial Focus Radio Show on YouTube or iTunes. Listen to past shows, get our bi-weekly e-news, and keep up to date on the market. You can also sign up for our e-newsletter on our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us. We're going to do an e-newsletter next uh, Thursday, Wednesday. Yeah. Whatever the 15th is. Uh, so if you want to get added to our e-newsletter list, Josh and I do a relatively short 
five or six minute video where we talk about what's going on in the markets, the, the economy, uh, and then we sort of apply it to what our client portfolios and how it's going to affect their money. So if you want to get added to that list, go to our website, northwestquadrantwallet.com, send us an email, let us know you'd like to be added to our e-newsletter list, and that is the only thing that we will send you. This data comes from Bloomberg. Most active traders garner the lowest returns. Between, between 1992 and 2006, 80% of active traders lost money. And when I say lost money, I don't mean relative, they underperformed the S&P. They actually lost money, um, and only 1% of them were profitable. So, you know, active trading, generally you um, – feel the need to do something, which a lot of people out there, retail investors, feel the need to do. Uh, and generally, the best thing to do is nothing. Um, it's don't just stand there. Don't just, don't just, what is it? Don't just. Don't just do something. Sit, sit there. there. Yeah, that's yeah. it. There you go. Good thing you got all those degrees, degrees to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> They're valuable. University of Maine didn't quite get me there. Um Hedge fund managers underperform over the last 10 years, not just the stock market, but when you include inflation as well. And so the funny thing is about these hedge fund managers, you know, I, I was thinking about this, um, wealthy people, uh, you know, really wealthy people, 50 million, 100 million and over, um, they actually pay the highest fees, not only on an absolute basis, but on a relative basis, because they like to get this white glove service from firms like Goldman and JP Morgan and uh, these big national firms that have lots of entities. And they sell them on the idea of this total return, absolute return. We're going to generate positive returns no matter what the market does. And so in order to do that, what happens is they're Absolute returns may be close to positive every year, but they're unbelievably low relative, especially to the market. And a lot of that has to do with the, the fact that they're paying egregious fees. I mean, like crazy fees. When you think about a hedge fund structure, think about it. The hedge fund charges you 2% per year just to be in the hedge fund. And then they take 20% of the profit of the fund. And so when you think about that fee structure, I mean, you have to be a savant of a savant of a savant to beat the S&P. Or just to beat, you know, three-month treasuries, really. <laughs> and so uh, it, it's always funny to me when I think about these people that, that would scoff at the idea of putting all of their money in the, let's say, Vanguard Total Return Fund uh, or ETF, which ironically would be unbelievably tax efficient. It would save them money in taxes, but it would crush all of their peers in these white glove firms. But yes, they wouldn't get to go to completely, these fancy firms. It's completely at odds with the whole idea of what you're buying, which is exclusivity. And, uh, you know, there's always the whole industry is built around the idea of creating a perception that they know something that you don't. And what I guess me, the point of me bringing it up is that they don't. Yeah. Is that the, what they have become very proficient at and very good at is taking money from your pocket and putting it in their pocket. Uh, and, and yes, if you go to Vanguard, you're not going to get the white glove service and the town car pick you up and bring you to where the helipad and all that stuff. Uh, you're not going to get that. But you know you're going to you're going you're paying for that you well there you know this year there's a great headline about the JP Morgan private bank which had been steering private banking customers into Tiger Global which of course just <laughs> vaporized 25 years worth of returns in two quarters <laughs> and uh, absolute return right now relative to the index you've underperformed by a, a quadruple digit number which is a, a very very difficult to do over a 25 year period but they somehow managed to do it but guess uh, how rich Chase Coleman got over that 25-year period. Uh, fascinating to see it. Watch. Yeah, it he made out. hundreds of millions of dollars. So, yeah. okay, so obviously there's a lot of uncertainty in the marketplace right now, in the capital markets, retail investors. There's tons of uncertainty. They're scared, um, and they. What most people want is sort of like, what's the answer to my uncertainty? What do I do about this uncertainty? So, what I mean, you know, when we, when Josh and I talk to clients and we talk to people that uh, aren't clients and we, and we, they tell us about how they manage money. You know, we say, okay, well let's, let's go to, let's, let's reason this out. So let's talk this out. How, how, what the ultimate answer is and what is the ultimate answer? Well, the, the ultimate answer and you know, the anecdote that we gave at the top of the segment, it's a perfect segue is the ultimate answer is indexing because indexing 
by definition, what you own is going to change with the market. And you think about this year and you think about the, you know, the commencement of 2022, what were the biggest stocks? And now you look at what the biggest stocks are in the index. And of course, the NVIDIAs of the world that are down four or $500 a share uh, are being replaced by the Berkshire Hathaways and the United Healths that you know have significantly better balance sheets and trade at a third of the valuation multiple. And you didn't have to know that at the beginning of the year that that was going to happen. But if, if you own the index, your portfolio already reflects that reality three quarters later. And so... You know, there's this massive degree of uncertainty as to what's going to happen over the next several quarters, and it's reflected as sentiment shifts week on week, and it's seemingly every week is a completely different narrative driving markets. But, you know, if you index, you know that you are the one that's going to be right. And regardless of whether or not the Fed pivots or they do or they don't, it literally doesn't matter because your portfolio is going to reflect that. And that, I think, is what we try to argue to clients. And it's hard for people to understand that, you know, that position that you see on the page is going to change without you actually even doing anything. But that's sort of the beauty of it. And, you know, that uncertainty just feeds back to that reality that all, lo all roads ultimately do lead to indexing. Yeah. So, I mean... Active, so the, the term in, in the industry for trying to outperform is something called alpha. Um, and the math in, on alpha, essentially the math of alpha shows that no one actually earns alpha in aggregate. It's impossible, right, for that to be true. Um, and, and so the more active somebody is, generally the, the, the more they're going to underperform somebody who's less active. So if you, like Josh just mentioned, people – have the the desire to do something when markets get like this you know we get calls from our clients like i want to have an appointment to talk about what we're going to do about what's happening and it's like your portfolio because we are indexing your money is doing it on your behalf it's happening every single day because you own the market the parts of the market that are doing well now are becoming a bigger part of your portfolio and the parts that aren't do, doing very well are becoming smaller. Uh, and and th so the, th all the roads lead back to, uh, to indexing, but really the most important thing that you all should think about is that when you feel like these per periods of, of, of uncertainty and you're nervous, that even more is the reason why you need to be indexing. Active managers in aggregate are not taking money out of the market relative to the market. They're just not. And in times like this, the, their sales pitch is that they're going to outperform in down markets. But when you look at the data, it's not happening. And so, again, it, when we get uncertainty more often than not, you all want to do something. But if you're an indexer, let's say you own the total market or the S&P, the thing that you want to be happening is happening. You're just not seeing it. The, argu the arguments are circular because this, uh, we often hear this argument that, you know, uh, active management protects for the downside. <laughs> but the point is, is those stocks that do well in a down environment are already reflected in the index itself. So it's just pointing out the reality that's already true. And All right. If you want to be part of the show, call us 877-670-7117 or send us an email. By going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Uh, when we come back, we're going to tackle some of your email questions, so stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five- to six-minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or on northwestquadrantwealth.com. second annual trade show and parking lot sale sponsored by tomahawk electric would like to invite the community to join us this friday and saturday from 10 a.m to 3 p.m don't miss the opportunity to meet central oregon's best custom builders designers and lighting specialists great for home builds remodels or upgrades to lighting 
Come out and have a hot dog and soda on us and enter the free raffle for some amazing prizes. Bend Lighting Trade Show this Friday and Saturday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Looking for a loan on bare land or a loan for a working farm or ranch? Do you need a loan for a property with a lot of acreage? Advantage Mortgage can help. They have loan options for all these types of properties and many more. As an independent mortgage broker, Advantage Mortgage has many more options to offer you. Give them a call at 541-719-8030. Again, 541-719-8030. Advantage Mortgage, NMLS number 1770599. Equal Opportunity Housing. The First Interstate Bank Ben Fall Festival comes to downtown Ben for three days, September 30th and October 1st and 2nd, featuring the Fine Artist Promenade with over 80 artists from around the West. Enjoy family fun activities, including free pumpkin painting for the kids. Also, see the Oregon lifestyle and the Harvest Market featuring local growers. Returning this year is Art in Action Avenue, a live art area featuring pottery, painting, and printmaking with a steamroller. And lots of fun October Fest activities. The First Interstate Bank Ben Fall Festival is also sponsored by Chevrolet of Ben, A Bliss CBD, Avid Hard Cider, Crater Lake Spirits, Central Oregon Association of Realtors, Deschutes Brewery, DIY Cave, Evergreen Soft Tub, Fire, KTBZ News Channel 21, Leaf Guard, Mount Bachelor, National Solar, OregonHealthcare.gov, Pacific Source Health Plans, T-Mobile, 101 North, Wingo Case, Ben Broadband, The Source Weekly, and this station. We love it here, and we think you will too. Welcome to Alpine Meadows. Beautifully kept landscaping, Alpine Meadows has one-bedroom apartments and two- and three-bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer, beautiful decks, patios, and designer kitchens. Alpine Meadows is conveniently located next to the Dallas, California Highway and minutes away from Orchard Park's nature trails, a place proud to call home. Google Alpine Meadows townhomes, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. You enjoy the quiet life, but you like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Since 1999, Auto Network Group, ANG and Bend, has been delivering on the American promise of driving excitement. Hi, Fred Johnson here. Auto Network Group buyers scour the market selecting only the best of the best. Cars, trucks, SUVs, vans, and top-of-the-line RVs. They have the brands you can trust. Let Auto Network Group match your active Central Oregon lifestyle with the perfect vehicles for things you love to do. The buying experience at ANG is streamlined. Apply online, get pre-approved financing, select your new late model car, truck, SUV, or RV. And in three easy steps, you can be driving something new. They take pride in their 100% positive feedback rating. Go to ANGBend.com to see their big inventory and see what other satisfied customers have to say. Or stop in today at Auto Network Group, just behind Target on Robo Lane and Bend. Auto Network Group, delivering driving excitement. listening to Financial Focus Radio Show, where you get honest and actionable advice every week from the partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Remember, you can always listen to past shows on iTunes or find us on northwestquadrantwealth.com. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. I forgot we're on iTunes, and we actually have quite a few people downloading the show. Uh, so if you um, want to, what, what do they search for? Uh, just Financial Focus Radio. Yeah, so Financial Focus Radio. So if you can't listen live uh, and you have uh, iTunes, you can listen to the show whenever, wherever. Uh, and you can tell your friends to listen to Financial Focus Radio, and they can get wicked smart like you about all things financial. There's also Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, uh, .com, and then just look for Financial Focus Radio on there, and it should pop up, and uh, you can listen to it over, over the web. Is that for non-iPhone people? Yeah. That seems like that's above my pay grade. Uh, this comes from my buddy Charlie Munger. I can't believe Charlie's still alive. He's like the queen mom. 
Uh, a lot of people with high IQs are terrible investors because they've got terrible temperaments. You need to keep raw, irrational emotion under control to be a good investor. And so uh, he's right. The, the, the reality of investing is not a, uh, you know, Mensa, I've, I've talked about it in the past, Mensa had an investment club uh, and they their investment returns, Mensa is like a geniuses, supposedly geniuses. People take these exams and they're geniuses or their IQ is very high. Um, but Mensa created an investment club and their investment returns were terrible. So being a good investor, whether it's in the stock market or in real estate or anything, doesn't mean you have to be brilliant. It means you have to have a better, you have to have a good temperament. Uh, and as Buffett says, uh, be greedy when others are fearful and fearful when others are greedy. That's the temperament part of investing that becomes so important. And a lot of Buffett's genius uh, in his returns isn't from, you know, grinding out unbelievable research on businesses that nobody else knew about. It's waiting for great businesses to get cheap and, and being able to have the cash and be patient enough to pounce when the timer's right. And so he, his genius is doing the right thing when it's really hard to do it. And that has a lot more to do with his temperament than his intellect. He's, he's a brilliant guy, but it's more of his temperament. Um, and then I, I, I didn't know this, but I've been quoting Albert Einstein for <laughs> for half of my life, and I didn't realize I had the quote wrong. He said, Albert Einstein said, compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it, earns it. He who doesn't, pays it. That's even better. Yeah, the quote's is, even better that now. That is better. <laughs> so, um, yeah, remember, eighth wonder of the world is compound interest. Tell your kids and grandkids, the sooner they can start saving and investing, the better off they'll be because compound interest is like a big snowball. The further it gets down the hill, the bigger the snowball is, and that's the title of one of the books written about Buffett is Snowball. 85% of Buffett's wealth was achieved after the age of 85 because of the idea of compound interest. So again, compound interest is the eighth one of the world. He who understands that earns interest. He who doesn't pays interest. So be an earner of interest, not a payer of interest. All right. Let's oh, – where's my emails here? Here we go. Uh, we got an email um, from a Thomas W. Thomas says, love the show. Listen when I can. Thanks. Uh, I'm fortunate enough that my investments have grown in size that I will never spend all my money. You're right. That is fortunate. Uh, if I want to pass my money to my kids and grandkids in the most tax-efficient way, how do I do that? Do you, you want me to go? Uh, I'll go. Uh, well, there's – at least as it relates to a taxable account, um, you know, if that is going to be the most efficient mechanism for you to do it, at least under the current tax laws, simply because... Uh, what about Roth? Well, I was getting there, too. I was just talking about taxable so not accounts most. first. That's yeah. not most. They're about the fair same. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. But at least as it relates to your taxable assets, uh, you know, you're going to want to hold them in some version of a transfer on death account, whether it's jointly with your wife. Uh, if you know if your spouse passes away, you get a half step up in basis. The last survivor, once they pass away, your beneficiaries get a full step up in basis. So under the current tax laws, uh, your beneficiaries could conceivably absolve all of the gains you accrued over the course of your life, and uh, that's going to be. And they could spend it tomorrow and liquidate it for no capital gain, which uh, is a very advantageous position for them. When you go over to the qualified side, and this is a situation we see uh, by the qualified, I just mean retirement. More and more, especially in the position of retirees that have accumulated pretty significant assets on the taxable side, and they really only take required distributions from their retirement accounts, we're seeing more and more of our clients actually go ahead and just eat the tax liability, uh, pay the tax burden for what's called a Roth conversion, and convert those qualified retirement funds I see how you in, into a Roth, which, of course, is the best thing uh, to inherit because it comes out tax-free, but uh, there's two different ways you can do it. And if you're in that position where you're not spending the money that, you, that you've accumulated, uh, you're probably going to want to engage in some version of a Roth conversion on the other side. So I agree with everything Josh just said, and what he just said is 100% right, Thomas. But I say screw the kids. <laughs> Go on awesome vacations. Buy sports cars. It's your money. You earned it. Whatever they get, they should be thankful that they got anything. So that's my answer to your question, Thomas. But everything that Josh said is the right answer to the question. Uh, and I'm sure when I'm in your situation, Thomas, hopefully I am, uh, I will probably feel the same way you do. But right now, I say, Thomas... 
Go to Tahiti. I think and get on just, one of those grass huts above the ocean. You're just uh, in the midst of the teenage angst, so that's uh. Yeah, my kids are senior and sophomore in high school, and um. Maybe your perception of what you want to actually leave them will change. Yeah, and their attitudes <laughs> make it such that I'm having a hard time thinking about giving them anything. <laughs> They don't listen to the show. So you hear so that, Finneris? You better get your acts together or you're getting nothing. In they're it. definitely not aware of, of the animosity. Mom and dad are going to be driving sports cars when you're my age. So, All right. We got an email from a Stuart W. and Sisters. Stuart, this is a good one. You're going to like this one. Uh, Stuart says, if we know that the Federal Reserve is going to cause the U.S. economy to go in recession because they've told us so, <laughs> why wouldn't we just get out of the stock market now to avoid the decline and then get back in when the economy looks like it's bottoming? Simply because the market is a forward-looking instrument and it will turn on a dime far faster than you're willing to be able to accept it. And the best example, right, is two years ago, you know, slightly more than two years ago during the depths of the coronavirus crisis, it was apparent that, you know, the proverbial it was going to hit the fan and yet look at how quickly markets reacted and of course there was a massive degree of disbelief as the market continued to rally and as we sort of approached uh, the previous previous COVID high huge degree of disbelief and as markets ripped higher all of those individuals that hadn't already redeployed their money were never willing to actually do it and they sat there uh, and watched the market get away from them and of course this is why it's so impossible to time markets and, uh, but know. the most important thing you said there was because markets are forward-looking, markets are thinking about the future, and they trade way before the news gets better. So but another good example is if you go back to the financial crisis, market bottomed on March the 9th, 2009. The recession did not end till September of 2009. So many months later, the recession actually ended, but markets had already traded up almost 100% from the March 9th low. And so uh, you go back to the previous recession, same thing happened. And so when the news is good, markets will already have traded up probably over 100%. And, and the, the anecdote is buy the rumor, sell the news, right? And the markets already discounted some version of a, of a recession. The only question now is, has the market fully discounted the magnitude of the recession that we're likely already in? And it will have turned long before it's obvious to you. Yeah, I mean, most likely the the market will have turned before the Fed's done raising rates. I mean, all of this stuff markets anticipate, and that's why we get these rallies. Is mar markets are sort of anticipating maybe the Fed can ease off on the rate hikes, or they can pause, or they can maybe lower in sometime in 2023. And so, remember, markets are always think about all the people that participate in the stock market. There's a lot of really really smart people. They're not always getting it right, but they're always thinking next level thinking and that next level thinking is far out into the future and so you know as wayne gretzky famously said when they asked him why he was so great at, at hockey he said because i skate to where the puck is going to be not where it is and that's how you become a good investor is you skate where the puck's going to be not where it is and so Stuart, we get it. We, you know, logically, that's the way you. It seems like that should be easy, but if you think about it and look back at history and try to put it in practice, you were always late to the party. Always, always late. And being late to the party, doing what you're saying, which is trying to time the market, that makes your your long term returns probably get cut by 60, 70 percent, and then you're outperforming the market, and then you might as well just be in treasury. So, uh, it's time in the market, not timing the market which is how you are successful over time. All right, if you want to take Josh or I up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of time to talk about anything in your financial life. Give our office a call to get it scheduled. That number is 800-743-0988, or you can go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com, and send us an email. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Wow, buddy, this place is gorgeous. 
Oh, I love living here at Wild Horse Mesa. It was just built in 2021, so it's got all the latest amenities with high-end finishes, plus AC, my own washer-dryer, pool access, fitness center, rec room, and a private patio. <laughs> all this on your salary? Wild Horse Mesa is more affordable than you think. Call the office and see what's available. Google Wild Horse Mesa Prineville for more information. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Minutes from Prineville. New, beautiful, affordable Wild Horse Mesa. Hey, Lars here to tell you about a very special event that my friends at Volvo Cars Bend are putting on. Mark your calendar for Saturday, September 24th, when ACV Auctions will be doing a live event at Volvo Cars Bend. At the event, ACV will inspect your car, truck, or SUV, and then they'll broadcast it live on their platform. And within 20 minutes, you'll know the highest bid price for your vehicle. Come watch your vehicle live on this special broadcast. Plus, you'll have up to three days to accept their offer. This is a great way to get the fairest value for your current ride. And while at Volvo Cars Bend, explore their lot filled with quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Mark your calendar, Saturday, September 24th. Be at Volvo Cars Bend for this very special ACV Auctions live broadcast. Volvo Cars Bend, where we know luxury, on the north side of Highway 97 and Grandview, and at volvoofbend.com. That's volvoofbend.com, and be sure to tell them Lars sent you. Are you needing a change? Hey, it's Eric G. with Around the House. Pyramid Heating and Cooling is growing, and now hiring entry-level and lead system installers. It doesn't matter if you start a new career or looking to thrive in a new environment. Pyramid Heating and Cooling will provide the hands-on training from an Oregon family-run business that has over 15 years of experience. To thrive with the best, visit PyramidHeating.com. Oregon CCB 59382. That's PyramidHeating.com. It's a company I would want to work for. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're speaking another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than... Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket. Pushing a wet, heavy mop around. Then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer WetJet. With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet, the faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors. Thank you for joining Financial Focus Radio Show. Honest, transparent analysis brought to you every week by Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Call the show anytime at 877-670-7117. We'll try to answer your question on the air in the following weeks. Now, back to the team from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Welcome back. I am part of said team. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he is... Josh Spicoli Finelli, <laughs> and we're partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Knock on wood, every time I've said this, uh, well, we've had some smoke last week. It's been nothing like the last two years, so we might get through this fall uh, without uh, too bad of a smoke situation. They haven't had to cancel any high school games, at least because of smoke. Other reasons, but not because of smoke yet. Oh, actually, no, I take that back. My Daughter's Summit soccer game got canceled last Saturday, even though by the time the game would have been played, it was fine. But that's OSA for you. All right. Uh, this comes from uh, one Sir John Templeton, one of the founders of Franklin Templeton Investment. The four most dangerous words in investing are this time, time is it's different. different. And uh, because everybody, <laughs> it's always funny to Josh and I when we get calls. Uh, from prospective clients or, or clients when we get market sell-offs. And they all, always want to tell us why it's different this time. And, of course, the players are different and some of the circumstances are a little bit different. But ultimately, it's not really that different. As Mark Twain famously said, history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. Uh, and that's very true. And so 
if you think it's different this time for whatever reason, you know, and, and generally as of late, it used to not be politically motivated, but now it's very politically motivated, depending on what side of the aisle you're on, um, as it relates to why the market's going to do really bad or why the market's doing really, really good. It's, it's always if so you're 55, you're going and you're going to be nearing the end of your life expectancy. This country's going to have 415 million people in it. You know, Ugh. another 75 million people from today. What's that going to mean for corporate earnings? <laughs> like. When you, oh, of course. When you I mean, think about that, you know, and this is an unavoidable. I mean, it's it's a it's a certainty, and so you know, all of this stuff. This time is not different. And it's all noise, of course. I mean, we like who is in the White House or who's in your state capital as governor. It's like the the, the genius of the this country, the experiment that is the United States of America, is our system can deal with crazy presidents no matter where you're coming from. Like if you think the current president's crazy or the last president was crazy, uh, you know, or the next one's going to be crazy. The genius of our system is it's still, you know, Costco's still going to have lines at 10 o'clock in the morning to go in and their earnings are going to grow over time. Nike is still going to be shipping millions of shoes around the globe. And, and that's what you need to focus on if you're, if you're an investor. You can you can gripe and you get all upset about who's in the White House or who's wins the governor. But at the end of the day, corporate earnings are going to keep growing and that's what makes stock prices go up. Uh, and then this is another good one from our buddy Jack Bogle, rest in peace. Uh, if you're if you have trouble, if you have trouble imagining a twenty percent loss in the stock market and your portfolio, you should never own stocks. We probably should talk to our clients more about that because, you know, the twenty percent corrections are relatively common. You know, they happen every five years or so. Uh, and if if people can't because when you say the word twenty when you say twenty percent correction, the problem is they can't mentally think about what that means in dollar terms. So if you say to somebody, well, if your million dollars becomes eight hundred thousand dollars in three months, what's that going to do? That's a better way to for people to think about it. Yeah, it's just you know since twenty fourth quarter twenty eighteen March twenty twenty and here in twenty twenty two we've got three twenty plus percent corrections in four years. It's been a bumpy ride for investors. All right, let's talk about the fallacy that is ESG. So first, Josh, uh, I know we talk about this a lot, but not you know for you regular listeners. I apologize, but there's we always have new listeners and we need to make sure they're. Uh, in the know. And so, Josh, first explain what ESG is, uh, and then we can talk about the fallacy and greenwashing that's going on. I, I mean, the predicate for this is it's not a political thing. I mean, this is just like an objective assessment of what asset management has done. And uh, ESG just stands for environmental social governance. And depending on the stat you look at, more than 50% of all invested dollars now, and this is primarily led, in, of course, by institutions. New money, new money, yeah, not all it has dollars. some version of an ESG mandate or consideration attached to it. And for Wall Street, of course, which you know has fiduciary obligations to their shareholders, this is the best thing that has ever happened, uh, simply because it fights against the well, inevitable. Well, not the best. They used to get paid nine and a half percent. Well, yeah, but I mean, in modern history, simply because it fights against the tide of compressing fees, and you know, fees in that nine and a half percent commission has been declining precipitously over the last several decades, and, and now it's zero. <laughs> it's close, and depending on where you are, yes, it's zero. But uh, as it relates to asset managers, attaching an ESG consideration to a fund enables you to charge twenty times the fee for essentially the same back-end math, which is an index construction, and uh, taking aggregate weightings. And so the point is, is like Wall Street is using your desire to want to make the world a better place and do the right thing uh, against you to fatten their bottom line. And if you look and, you know, the SEC is starting to make this an area of focus, it's called greenwashing, but uh, there has been a huge number of funds that have just changed their name uh, in order to get additional flows. And what did that entail from an investment perspective? Uh, it didn't actually change anything. Well, and so here, Josh, and I want to be clear, like we are all for people investing their money uh, along how they look at the world. Like we're all for that. Uh, but it's really hard to do just just to be clear, like. You know, the idea of it sounds great, but but in practice, it's really and when I say really hard, like close to impossible to get 
your investment dollars completely aligned with how you look at the world. And so we're all for it. It's just very hard to do. And like we always have said in the past in the show, the better approach, what's going to be much more impactful is how you spend your money and where you're spending your money rather than your investment dollars. Um, you know, this is not new. It's been around since the 30s. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, there's fund companies that exist and mutual funds that exist, but they were more along the lines of, you know, we want to for- follow like what the Catholic Church would want us to invest in or we're going to avoid alcohol and tobacco. It's since been expanded. Um, but the other issue I have is, you know, some of the companies that are considered uh, either morally okay or environmentally okay or socially responsible, uh, when you look at what they're actually doing, like Facebook is considered one of these companies. And I, I would say Facebook is the new tobacco. I mean, when you think about what Facebook is doing to our youth and social media in general is doing to our youth, it is very damaging. But they're in these, these – that, that company is in these indexes. And so you're not really get- – and the other thing I'd say is that the most like – the companies most likely to solve some of this, you know, the greenhouse gas stuff – are the very energy companies that everybody wants to poo-poo. So they're the ones investing the dollars. They're the ones that are – so if you're starving these companies of resources, they're the ones that are probably at the end of the day going to solve the problems. Yeah, you're just punishing them for where they are in the value chain, even though they're the companies that are making the biggest actual financial investments in finding alternatives. So, you know, there's the logic behind it is self-defeating. And And our our biggest issue is, is ultimately that Wall Street is using it as a, a means to charge you, like Strauss said, 20 times the fee for something that's really not that different than you could get just by buying an index. And the assessments themselves are completely arbitrary, which, in, in, again, is just defeating in the nature of there is no consistency across the assessment, and there doesn't seem to be any degree of intellectual honesty about the assessments themselves. And so it's it's a murky, murky field. Just so be careful. It's not just asset managers. It's financial advisors also holding themselves out as, as being socially responsible. So be careful. All right. If you want to be part of the show, call us 877-670-7117 or go to our website. Northwest Quadrant Wealth and send us an email. When we come back, we're going to talk about I-bonds and also short-term treasuries. So stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five- to six-minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on northwestquadrantwealth.com. 